Here's everything you need to know for this Aloha Thursday. It's KHON to go. Aloha, everybody. Setting up to be a rainy day today. We're starting out with a fairly low precipitation potential, but as you can see, it's only going to be increasing as the day progresses, so keep those umbrellas on hand. Once again, the wet, unsettled weather continuing with us. Let's back this up a little bit and show you what we're seeing outdoors right now. Our live Zephyr Cam showing partly to mostly cloudy conditions here towards the Waikiki area, and you can see the sun's rising, and we are seeing a little bit of sunshine out there, but again, that is not sticking around for today. We we do have a flash flood watch that's still in place, but take a look at where that's in place for. No longer in effect for Hawaii Island. Now, we're still anticipating some light showers, but again, the flooding conditions aren't expected any longer for Big Island. But for Kauai, Oahu, Maui County, that threat is still going to be lingering through tomorrow, or likely just through tonight for the heaviest of the showers. Rainfall still through tomorrow. That Kona low, though, finally pushing up further to the north and weakening. And as it moves away from us, the threat of the heaviest showers will leave us but as you can see there's still a lot of associated convection near the state just to the south right now of Kauai and Oahu with heavy heavy showers and some thunderstorms luckily those have not looked like they're lifting north too much a little bit but forecast models are showing that some of these are likely going to be pulling north and leading to again the heavier showers later on in the day for us but taking a closer look at Kauai although we do have widespread light showers coming through luckily nothing too heavy or too severe future satellite and radar shows watch this the bulk of the moisture over Kauai but take a look in the last few frames we do see that lift over towards Oahu this is later at 3 p.m. today and then we start to see some of that moisture then in the evening hours as well for Maui County so for the next couple of days still some rain but we'll start to dry out tomorrow afternoon and the trade winds will return so sunshine and trades by the weekend that's all your weather now let's send it out to surf news network's gary Cooley, who has all you need to know on the surf front hey good morning gq Kelly, good morning. Well, the surf is down a notch from yesterday, and the winds are lighter. We're looking at one to two up at sunset to Rocky Point. Pipeline's just a foot. It's a north swell. Some spots don't take it. Lania Chaos trying to be shoulder high every now and then. Smooth conditions for now, but gosh, yesterday, northwest winds kicked in and ruined it. Hopefully that doesn't happen today. Makaha, slightly bumpy, barely two town. Two feet solid, little southwest out there, mixing with the southeast swell that we saw from that cone low, the winds. Diamond at two feet, Sandy's up to three, and Makapu'u trying to be four. Uh, flash flood watches, yep, for all but the big island, and light, light southeasterly winds. The trades come back to full-on normal by Sunday. We have a nice northwest swell coming Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, so we're, we're getting back. We're getting back. Low tide, 8.30 at Double Donuts. That's 0, 0.0 feet, pushing to a tiny high tide at 2 o'clock. The invisible green flash at 6.42. And that's the update. Hey. The number of coronavirus cases here in Hawaii now stands at 16, all of which are travel-related. That's according to the health department. Officials say there is still no known case of community spread of COVID-19 in the islands, and the state wants to keep it that way. Joining us by phone is Hawaii Lieutenant Governor and the state's COVID-19 liaison, Dr. Josh Green. Good morning, Doc. Good morning. Thanks for having me. All right, I know we ran out of time yesterday, but you mentioned to our viewers to lay low for six weeks. Can you expand on that? And is that your belief in stopping the spread of the virus here? It's absolutely critical. We have to shut it down. No contact with anybody, if at all possible, until April 30th. I absolutely believe that. And I make some, I'm going to make some additional recommendations. We should only, only have non-essential travel to Hawaii through April 30th. 
and anyone who comes here should do two weeks quarantine. We must stop the spread now and track and test every contact case. Because if we do that, we end up like South Korea and Taiwan, where they did not get creamed and have lots of fatalities. But that's what we have to do. When I say lay low, I mean stay at home, pick up food at restaurants through the drive-thru if you have to, grocery shop if you have to, but then stay at home with your kids, stay at home. The economic bailouts will be there. But if we want to beat this and then be able to restart our economy, that's the only way to do it without having lots of fatalities. So how do we go about doing this and enforcing your belief? Well, I think that the, the leadership has to be much firmer and people have to be much more alarmed because, as you see, there are people out there who are not taking it seriously enough. By testing everybody and every contact of anyone who got sick, and now we're going to see a lot more of that because private labs are testing a lot, we will be able to contain. And that's what we have to do. It will be definitely the job of law enforcement to be involved, to tell people to disperse. The federal government has already said groups of no more than 10 should be clustered. Well, then, obviously, we need to not have people at the beach in large groups, obviously not have large groups at the park. And I know it hurts. I know it hurts. But do it for basically just 40 days, and then we will be on the other side of the curve, the other side of the hump where people are not dying. Otherwise, we're going to race up a terribly steep curve, see so many sick people that we will have to ration care for end of life, which is what happened in Italy and now Washington State. It is a sacrifice, I know, but it's the only right move if we want to be among the states that survived this and didn't have large numbers of fatalities. Okay, Lieutenant Governor, we have some questions on our Facebook page. Christina Donaldson wants to know, what are symptomatic people who have been exposed supposed to do if they don't have health insurance and can't afford an ER visit to get approved for testing? They should call one of the community health centers and get a test ordered. The community health centers will do sliding scales, and we have committed to not charging people anything. I was over at Queens yesterday. Queens Hospital has a setup at their tents. Now, only go there if you're symptomatic. Do not go and get tested if you're asymptomatic. But as Christina says, if she's got fever and shortness of breath and cough, if she goes to Queens, they will expedite testing. They have promised they will not bill people if they're uninsured, and there will be a large amount of financial support from the Department of Health, the state, and the federal government. So that's what those, those uh, regional testing centers are set up to do. And I was visiting personally Queens, and they're doing a great job. That's why they have that outpatient testing, so that we don't bankrupt people, and we do isolate people like Christina. Christina, if you're not really short of breath, stay at home and get well. But if you have to get tested, that's what they're for. Okay. Shalise Okamura wants to know, at what point are airports and harbors going to shut down? How many positive cases need to be documented and our deaths locally need to happen for this to be taken seriously? We should shut it down now. As I said, we should absolutely shut down all non-essential travel. If people want to come home, of course they should come home and then go into two weeks quarantine because nowhere, wherever they've been, there are lots of cases on the mainland or in Europe or in Asia. That is the shutdown, and I do expect you're going to hear a lot more about activities at the airports because I know that the legislature is very upset that we haven't done enough, and we have to go all in. We have to, and this is not personal about any one position or another. We have to do that because any surge of cases will get out of control. This virus grows geometrically every six days, which means it can double every six days if we're not ahead of it, and we don't even know how much disease is in our midst although we'll begin to find out with the private testing. 
we could get a Hail Mary and beat this thing if we totally lock it down for six weeks. And it'll be the smallest price to possibly pay when we look back on this. Okay, Sherilyn Evangelista wants to know, what are the recommendations in getting essential products with a small child? Is it safe to take him shopping with me? Uh, children are, are really doing well with this disease, but still do social distancing. Stay six feet away from everybody. Can spread through droplets primarily. Definitely don't go near Kapuna. Don't go near any people that are in their uh, late 60s, 70s, 80s, and beyond. Because if we get them infected, their mortality rate is way higher. If you've got to go shopping, take your kid with you. Don't let the child run all over the grocery store, if I may. And just be close, quick with them, and get home. It is sounding alarmist, but this is the way to break the chain of community spread. Of course, people have to eat and they have to drink. I don't want to make people scared, but the purpose of doing six weeks in serious, serious social distancing means we will be much, much closer to the experience that Taiwan had, which was almost no spread once they got control of it. All right, there you have it, Lieutenant Governor Josh Green. Thank you so much for your time and for your belief. And again... Lieutenant Governor Josh Green says to lay low for six weeks. That's his belief till the end of April. Thank you very much, Doc. It's a medical opinion, too. It's going to work. Okay. You bet. Now, all facilities on Oahu will be closed to public gatherings until April 30th. Dallas Ontiveros joins us live from Alamona Beach Park with all the details. Morning, Dallas. Good morning, Ross. That's right. This includes many popular areas where we like to spend time with our ohana and also a part of our daily routine. But this temporary closure includes places like city golf courses, city parks, pools, tennis courts, fields, city gyms, indoor facilities, campsites, and the Honolulu Botanical Gardens, Cocoa Head Shooting Complex, and the Hanama Bay Nature Preserve. Now, these guidelines also go for all classes and programs hosted by the city's Department of Parks and Rec, including the 93rd annual Lay Day celebration, which happens in May. Now, I got to tell you, we've been here for a little bit over an hour here at Ala Moana Beach Park. I got to say that things seem like it's a regular, normal day. We're seeing more people come out for their morning jog and also just their daily morning activities but of course we don't know how strict uh, the, the restrictions are going to be when it comes to the city parks or public places like I mentioned just earlier so as soon as we get more information about security or how these rules are going to be regulated we'll definitely keep you posted in our future newscast and also online at khwin2.com where you Hawaii public schools are extending spring break for another week Classes are now set to resume on April 7th. And tomorrow, Honolulu restaurants will not be allowed to offer dine-in services. Violators could face fines and even prison time. And UH is offering refunds for season ticket holders after spring sporting events were canceled. You can find all the details on our website, kh12.com. Hawaii Island. Restaurants, bars, and places of worship can now make their own decisions on whether to stay open or closed. Now, if these places stay open, they'll have to address how they will clean, disinfect, and sanitize and practice social distancing. Hawaii County Mayor Harry Kim says the decision does not challenge Governor Ige's plea to close these businesses. What I'm telling you, know, saying as the governor will say, I'm not challenging any of the what we're going to do. But we have to have uh, a discussion and time to plan, not for our sake, but for the people that it affects.
On Maui, bars, tourist attractions and other businesses have been ordered to close by tomorrow morning. That's among the new emergency rules ordered by Mayor Mike Victorino. Restaurants can only sell takeout or delivery food. Supermarkets, banks, gas stations and childcare facilities for essential workers' kids are among the operations allowed to stay open. People on Maui will only be allowed to drive for essential activities and travel to and from work and medical care. Parts of Pi'ilani, Kahekili and Hana Highways are being restricted to local traffic. On Kauai, the county's mayor, Derek Kawakami, says he's making an announcement about a mandatory nighttime curfew that starts at 9 p.m. daily beginning tomorrow night. Now, the curfew applies to all residents and tourists on Kauai. That means they'll have to stay at home between 9 p.m. and 5 a.m. There are some exceptions to the rule, which includes going to and from work, working for an essential service provider, delivering services associated with places that sell food and supplies, and seeking medical attention. Mayor Kawakami says the decision was made to preserve existing resources, increase social distancing, and to make sure essential services can continue. And that was your morning news. Make sure to tune in right back here tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. It's everything you need to know with KHON to go.